Hello everyone, welcome back to my channel and to the wonderful world of fairies. We're now on the letter V. So we're just gonna get right into it. Vadliani. According to Hungarian folklore, the Vadliani, wild girl, is a nature spirit. Similar to a forest nymph or a dryad, described as having hair so long it touches the ground long fingernails and completely naked. It seduces shepherds and steals their strength. When the Vadliani is present, the trees of the forest make a rustling sound. The Vaitia, also known as the Vaitia, the Vaitia and the Vinia. In Norse religion, the Vaitia beings or nature spirits they're generally the ones that are divided up into four different groups. So the elves, the dwarfs, the giants and the Vanir. Well, the Vetia consist of those among the dead, especially individuals in the underworld. Peasants were cautious about hurting or offending them, as doing so would result in accidents occurring, disease spreading or livestock deaths. The Vetia have the power of invisibility and carry them a feeling of otherworldliness. They were described as being strikingly beautiful, clad in grey clothing and living underground. In addition to having their own breed of cattle that gave tremendous amount of milk, these fairies could shapeshift into animals, making them very difficult to observe. Frogs were said to be their preferred form. After the introduction of Christianity, the human-sized ones began to shrink in size, Throughout Christian Europe tales of Scandinavian ones kidnapping unbaptized babies, leaving changelings in their place. Well, that story began to spread. And in some cases it was said that they themselves would have remained behind in the infant's place. Varies. In the fairy lore of Somerset, England, varies are described as looking like diminutive people who, because of their natural-born vanity, wear high-heeled shoes. It is locally believed if a pie is made and not marked with a cross upon the crust, the varies will tread across it, leaving their shoe prints behind. Vali, one of the many dwarfs named in the Valospa. Valkyrie. In Nordic and Teutonic mythology, the Valkyries, choosers of the slain, were all the nymphs of battle. These beings were always beautiful women. Sometimes they were immortal. The attendants of the god Odin would don suits of armour and ride through the sky on powerful horses or as swan maidens to wherever battle was taking place. Then hovering ahead, the Valkyries would guide heroes through combat. Those who were selected to die or did so bravely would be given the kiss of death. Then their soul would be taken up to Valhalla by the Valkyries, where they would be regaled as the newest member, feasting with Odin and preparing to do battle at Ragnarok, Doom of the Gods. Although they dress for battle while on earth, wearing helmets, corsets, armour and carry spears, the Valkyries were not warriors. At Valhalla, they wore white robes, typically keeping the tables full of food and their skull chalices filled with mead. 
the concept of Valkyries have changed over time. At first they were thought of as little more than carrion goddesses who would appear after a battle, collect the intestines of the dead and feed them to the pet wolves. When the Valkyrie appeared in the Prosa Edda, circa 1220, it was as fierce spirits. But later in the Volusungo Saga, late 13th century, they were given a more important role. At this point in time, it was believed a mortal princess could become a Valkyrie upon her death. During the Middle Ages, 500 C to 1500 C, it was believed the Northern Lights were the Valkyrie flying across the sky. They were now also acting as the bodyguard and messengers of Odin. The number of Valkyries varies, and generally it's anywhere between 3 and 27, depending on the source. And we have spoke of some of the Valkyries anyway in other parts of this. The Vanadivatas. Vanadivatas. In Vedic mythology of India, the Vanadivatas were considered to be benign nature spirits, not so different from Hamadryads of ancient Greek mythology. These fairies were intent on going good and were typically friendly to those who looked after tree. You know, any of the sort of the spirits lived in any way. But they were especially vengeful to anyone who felled one of their trees. Easily frightened, they would flee an area where a god or a monster appears. Var. Careful. In Norse mythology, one of the sons of Ivalde, a dwarf named in the Voluspa. Vasily. The wolves of Russian lore, the Vasily, were believed to live in barns with the horses they loved and looked after. At best, they were indifferent to mankind. Although there are no stories of these fairies ever killing anyone, they do have a reputation of being mean toward anyone who harms or mistreats their favourite horses. It was believed hearing sleigh bells when no sleighs were around was a sign the Vasily were tending to your horses. Although Vasily females exist, most stories and folklore contained male vasily. Vidanhaltia The Vidanhaltia water ruler was a water-based nature spirit from the mythology of Estonia. Vigir Wedge, one of the dwarfs named in the Voluspa. Vigir, another dwarf named in the Voluspa. And then there was Vigur was also a dwarf named in the Voluspa. Vijasmate, a female nature spirit from the folk belief of the Latvian people. Vijasmate, mother of the wind, is the guardian fairy of the wind. Her male counterpart from Lithuanian folklore or belief is known as Vijopatis, master of the wind. Venuslut, a diminutive nature spirit in the German law, the Venuslut, people of Venus, are beautiful and said to possess a truly generous spirit. Small enough to sit in a person's palm, these fairies are known to give food to lost children. They bathe, cook, wash their clothes in a bowl, like indentations found in rocks near Zolova in Czech Republic. Viodande, similar to the fates of ancient Greece. There were three principal Nornir in the mythology of ancient Norse. 
Verdande, present, or that which is growing, was one of the three norns, a type of fate in Scandinavian law. She was associated with adulthood. Vestri, the dwarf named in the Voluspa, obviously for West. Vidisvaris. The Vidisvaris are Hindu native spirits and masters of knowledge. Presiding over Pasupati, the lord of animals, these fairies are described as looking like satyrs. If one of the eight Vidisvaris are properly persuaded, it may be inclined to teach its ancient techniques of wisdom. In all, there are 80 of them. Their names vary, indeed. Vigir and Vig, two variations. Meaning horse, one of the dwarfs named in the Vilospa. Vila, also known as variations in names are Vili, Vili, Vilia, Vilishkis and Vila. From the Lara Serbia, the villas were the beautiful and young mountain nymphs clad in white. Their voice was said to resemble the call of a woodpecker and was a warning of some mountain catastrophe, such as an avalanche. Villas were known to carry off children whose mothers had, in a fit of anger, condemned them to the devil or hell. The villas were said to endure those who interrupt their revelries as they danced beneath the branches of the Asher cherry trees, shooting them with deadly accuracy with their bow and arrows. Villas would heal deer that would have been wounded, foretell heroes of an imminent death, and spoke the languages of the animals. These fairies were said to bridle seven-year-old hearts with snakes so they could ride them as mounts. It is possible that villas may have at one time been a species of nymph but rather a singular goddess. In Western Europe, the Vilia is a type of nymph, a nature spirit, nearly always female, they're described as being captivatingly beautiful. The fairies will attract the attention and love of men, but will eventually end the relationship. According to some tales, it was said if a Vilia ever found true love, it would die a slow and terrible death. In Dalmatia, a man who is lucky enough to have the blessing of a Vilia is called Vilnik. As the Vili, they are similar to Greek nymphs and found in mountains of the European Alps and Poland, beautiful female nature spirits who prefer not to become involved in human affairs. Although there are few stories of the Vili rescuing a person from an alpine disaster by guiding the team of rescue dogs. It is not because the Vili are inclined to help the human, but rather because they love dogs over all animals. The Vili are believed to protect and watch over St. Bernard's monastery houses and train the much-acclaimed rescue dogs. Vili, one of the many dwarfs named in the Voluspa. Vindalf, Vindalf meaning wind elf, was one of the many dwarfs named in the Voluspa. Viafir was another one of the dwarfs named in the Voluspa. Virginial. Virginal is also its variation, just so we're clear. Um, but yeah, Fairy Queen. Virginial first appears in ancient German work compiled in the 15th century by Caspar von Deron, Book of Heroes. A palace is called Tiraspult 
although she is guarded over and protected by the unconquerable dwarf Bibung. Virginelle is captured by the magician Odkis. Bibung solicited the assistance of the cultural hero Hildebrand and his comrade-in-arms Dietrich to rescue the queen who was being held in a castle. Each month on a new moon, Virginelle was forced to deliver up to the magician one of her personal attendants, known as the Snow Maidens. First they were to be fattened up and then consumed. Ortgis was ultimately slain by Hildebrand. Verpier, one of the many dwarfs, named in the Veluspa. Vera Biro, and its other name is Wiley, Wiley, Willie, and Willie, Willie, and Willie Wiley. <laughs> in the Dreamtime myths of native Australians, the Vera Biro is a nature spirit, and he appears as a simple whirlwind. Via Via, one of the many dwarfs, named in the Veluspa. Visua was another dwarf named in the Velospa. Vittori, a benign and helpful household fairy from Albanian law, the Vittori is described as looking like a golden snake, with horns, although its permit is said to look like a bird. In southern Cameria, it is more likened to a fate, present three days after birth of a child to determine the course it will take in life. Living inside the walls of a home, Whenever this fairy animal hisses aloud, an important event is about to occur. Vit, meaning wise, one of the many dwarfs named in the Velospa. Vivian, Vivienne, it was also known as Nimu, one of the Sihi from Arthurian mythology. And we have done her in the ends as Nimu, so you would have to go back. And listen to that if you want to know about her. Vodianika. In Russian folklore, the Vodianika is a water fairy and the wife of Vodianoi, appearing as a naked woman with enormous breasts and long, tangled hair. This fairy is most often seen sitting on the riverbank, trying to comb out its hair. It's like that she's returned soul of a drowned maiden or a rosalka. Voidianoi, also known as a water devil, particularly malevolent, a belly water fairy of Slavic lore, the Voidianoi exists only to drown swimmers, especially those who are boastful or proud by nature. Although it has the ability to shapeshift into fish, descriptions of its true form vary. Some said it looks like a bloated, hairy, naked old man covered in slimy fish scales while other times it's said to look like a simple bearded peasant wearing a red shirt. Sometimes the Vodianoi appear looking like a hunchback with cow's feet and a tailor, or even a merman. Living in deep pools with mills, a Vodianoi came into being whenever an unbaptized child died. Someone committed suicide or a person passed away without having received the Catholic sacrament. Anointing of the sick, more popularly known as last rites. Voidenoi, small green-haired nocturnal fairies. The Voidenoi of Russian law look bloated and wet, as if they had recently drowned. These dangerous and malicious face spread illness associated with polluted water, such as cholera. Vodni Pani, 
also known as the White Woman and Billy Penny. In Celtic mythology, the Vunli Penny water nymphs are pale, tall water nymphs dressed in transparent green robes. Living in crystal palaces underwater, their gravel pathways are made of bits of gold and silver. Sitting in trees, these fairies sing siren-like, luring in young men. In the evenings, the Vonnipani will go to local villages and partake in festival dances. Interesting indeed. Volturnus, one of the 3,000 daughters of the Titans Oceanus and Tethys. Val, Hatred, one of the Fuath, a collective name for the malicious and monstrous water fae in Scotland. The Vikshakas, or the Vrikshakas. In the Hindu mythology of India, the Vrikshakas are benign species of tree spirit, similar to the Hamadryads of ancient Greek mythology. They can be attached, attached either to a specific, um, a specific tree, but it's not uncommon for them to be guarding the whole forest rather than just one tree, so it does kind of vary. And these nature spirits look like voluptuous women, and in art are represented as fertility. Vukutis, a benevolent freshwater spirit from the folklore of the Ostiak and Votiak people of the Yatka region of Russia. The Vukutis, aquatic aggressor, was invoked to fight the demon of disease that afflict people. Vumnuna, a benevolent freshwater spirit from the folklore of Ostiak and Votiak people, Russia again. The Vulnunna, aquatic uncle, was invoked to fight the water-based demon of disease known as Yankee Muat. Very interesting indeed. And that brings us to the last of our wonderful fairies in the letter V. Some very interesting ones indeed. Obviously there's not as many in this letter as there is in some of the other letters, but that's okay, we don't mind that. I just love reading about them, you know, and learning about them. It's am it amazes me, it really does. Please hit the like, share if you can, and if you've not yet subscribed, please consider doing so. Many blessings. <laughs>